0: The Putnam County Commission recently adopted the fiscal year 2019-2020 budget. That is trending now. Good morning. This is Ben Rogers. I'm joined today by Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter, Director of Schools Jerry Boyd, to discuss the Putnam County budget. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Ben. Thank you all for being here. Mr. Jones will join us soon. Monday night, the Putnam County Commission adopted the fiscal year 2019-2020 budget. The county commission met for over three hours. Uh, there were some other things on the agenda, but they I think they took about 20 minutes total. Uh, the rest of it was devoted to the budget. The decision was made to increase taxes, uh, 19.6 cents. The proposed increase uh, from the budget committee was 22 cents. I bring you gentlemen in today to help me decipher through exactly what the commission <laughs> did so the public is aware of the budget process and what the budget ended up being adopted as which funds increased uh, in their revenue uh, and are able to increase their expenditures so we begin by saying how, randy you've been in here how long you've been in putnam county I've been in putnam county 40 years how does this compare to previous commission meetings where they've
1: adopted the budget Pretty calm, actually. Uh, I know it didn't seem like that. Three hours plus in a county commission meeting passing a budget. I have seen years, especially back in the 80s and the 90s, that go to 11, 12 o'clock at night. I've saw them where we have uh, recessed and come back uh, multiple times, multiple recesses. I have saw a couple years that we went into October before the budget was passed. So even though difficult. Uh, with some of the commissioners to make a decision on what they wanted to do and what they thought that they could afford to do. It actually was was really really good. You did a great job as chairman, uh, keeping the meeting flowing and keeping it in order. And uh, I think that uh, I think ultimately it was good that they went ahead and made their decision last night and got us in a point where that we can meet all of our deadlines that we have to
0: meet with the comptroller's office. Well after about draft four, of the tax levy, I I think I made the statement as chair of the commission and chair of the budget committee that we had a few options, Mm -hmm. uh, and one of those options were to recess or adjourn and come back at a special call meeting or next month's meeting. I did not want to do that, but I had to give them their options. You were shaking your head no. Uh, So were some others, and I understand that because we got to have a budget pass. And the reason is and we actually received a letter yesterday from the Tennessee Comptroller or Monday from the Tennessee Comptroller Treasury that uh, said that we reminded us we had to have a budget passed by August 31st. That's right. And when they're sending us letters at this point, that means we've not passed a budget, and they're getting concerned that we're not going to. So we took care of that on Monday night uh, and finalized it. Now, the proce- what's the process for your office now after the budget's been approved? I know there's a couple things you have to do. As you're, you're our CFO and CEO of the county. What do you have to submit to the state now? There's
1: a large spreadsheet that will have to be presented to the comptroller's office where we take all these numbers from last night's meeting that was passed, from the tax increase, the expenditures, cash flow. Uh, Not only does my office have to do that, uh, Jerry Boyd's office with Mark has to do it also, and and Rhodes, and we, we combine all that. All that comes back to my office, and then we have to have that into the comptroller's office by August 31st. My worry was is that if you recessed, was that really going to change anything from the way everyone felt? I was hoping that the commissioners that didn't support the 22 cents or didn't support whatever part of the budget uh, they were against would come up with a solution or a motion that some get to a point that everyone could agree. That finally happened a little after 9 o'clock last night, I guess. But uh, uh, it's a lot of work for my office and for Jerry's office and, and Rhodes to get all those numbers together. Uh, to be able to get to the comptrollers and then of course the comptrollers office has to ultimately approve those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I don't see a reason they wouldn't. I mean we've got healthy fund balances and and um it 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 all came out okay but uh, getting it passed last night and giving us the time we need to do that is critical was critical.
0: Well and through with my work through the counties in Upper Cone as a CTAS consultant I've dealt with several adopted budgets that have went to the state And a couple of them, in different years, the uh, comptroller's office said, we we need you to do something different. And they look at fund balances. They look at the percentage of fund balance compared to the expenditures that are each fund. So they're going to look at each fund balance we have in Putnam County, and they'll decide if we have adequate fund balance. I believe we do do in all funds. I know some fund balances have taken some hits. We'll discuss that as well. This is Trending. I'm Ben Rogers, visiting with Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter, Director of Schools Jerry Boyd, and Highway Superintendent Randy Jones. The proposed increase from Budget Committee was 22 cents. That was the first item or the first vote we had. That was voted down. I don't remember the exact vote. I think it was more like 8 to um, eight to six, 15, something like that. Yeah, 6 um, to 17. 6 to 17, thank you. And so we had to go from there, and our, our rules allow us to start with another proposed tax levy. Uh, then we had a motion, I believe, to do 18 cents. Actually,
1: the the next one I thought was kind of um kind of odd that the the second motion that I show you had was that uh, you voted for nineteen and a half cents That's right. Yes,
0: it was eighteen, and then we added back one and a half to right. the votes. That's correct.
1: Which failed, but then ultimately, in the end, when you came back, that's the
0: that's the motion that passed. That's pretty much what passed. Nineteen point <laughs> six, nineteen point five. It's very close. Uh, as we said, three drafts, deliberation, scrutin- scrutinization for budgets. Uh, Mr. Boyd, the original proposal for the schools was to receive eight cents additional. You ended up with six, and mm-hmm. the they made up – the commission's goal, it seems, was to try to avoid the 22 cents. They were trying to find ways to get lower uh, unfortunately, the schools were a casualty of that because you had eight cents; they reduced it to two. Now, to help the schools out, the Board of Education, the Commission voted to move three hundred thousand dollars more from debt service into capital projects to pay for school capital projects. I believe you proposed one point six million of capital projects uh, mm-hmm. to the Budget Committee. Originally, one million were approved. Now you're at one point three.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That I know is beneficial. To you I know that's not exactly what you were looking for what let's talk about the capital projects first sure. that 1.3 million in your mind and I know you can't speak for the board but in your mind what what can you accomplish with that 1.3 million for capital projects this year
2: well what we what we know there are some um, mechanical items chillers uh, large HVAC units that we need to replace boilers mm-hmm. So those would be on the top of the list. So you know, that will be, that w- those are quite expensive. So that'll that'll take up much of the, those funds. Um, we also, and I made the comment last night, in capital um, outlay or capital purchases, uh, buses are included in, in that description. And uh, we do have, we did have requests that we, we had in the operational budget proposed uh, for an, an additional two buses to put us on a seven bus rotation. So um, we'll we most likely pull those two new proposed buses out of the operational budget and, and use that additional $300,000 to purchase buses. Right now, uh, the buses um, that we purchase run a little over $100,000 a piece in, in a purchase. So
0: And they used to be at $90,000 because I know a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when you came to the budget committee yes. and I was chair there, you needed some buses, and we said, what's the price tag? Mm-hmm. At that point, ninety thousand. 90000 so everything's going up. Yes, and that's part of the reason that a revenue increase was needed. In this form, it's a tax increase. The cap so three hundred thousand roughly shy on what you wanted in capital projects, mm-hmm. and as you stated, that is in your general purpose school fund budget. Those capital projects are in that in the budget with everything else: salaries for teachers, positions, uh, non-certified, certified, all that's in one budget. You don't have a capital projects budget. Well, the county has one, right. But the school system does not. So well, that money technically doesn't go to the school fund. It goes to the capital projects fund. Sure. But Mr. Porter will honor the request of the commission and make sure you get your capital projects. But that does reduce maybe your your, your expense and your budget from $1.3 million. It reduces it down. Does that free up anything else operational-wise that you can do now?
2: Well, I don't know about freeing up. You know, the the proposed budget... Um, had a revenue and, and expenditure gap, planned expenditure gap of eight point five million. So uh, we've identified um, in the operational budget prior to tonight potentially uh, about six point one million in reductions. So you know we still have some work to do, and uh, in moving, you know the the capital project funds that's non recurring. So um, quite honestly, uh, that will definitely start us out behind next year's budget and we will be coming back next year sure. with automatically every year a million dollars increase um, just in rolling over into next year's salaries and wages. Uh, we will continue to pursue to improve our teacher and our employee salaries. You know this year that was 2.5 million, next year it'd probably be 3 million um, or more. And, and then additional, and then as you mentioned like with buses and other operation costs, it, it can, the trend is they continue to increase. So I anticipate the gap, as we propose a budget next year, to look very much like this year's, if not more.
0: And services are continuing to increase, and the school system is just an, an example of that with added positions. student More students are coming in. We're not losing students. Sure. Every time more students come in, that creates, by state law, positions for teachers to meet that standard. Uh, and it depends on what grade level, but anywhere from 20 to 25 students per classroom is sure. normally the the, the routine for the schools. This is Trending. This has been Rogers. I'm visiting with Jerry Boyd, Randy Porter. We will discuss and break down the property tax increase in the next segment. Trending now, the Putnam County budget was finally adopted Monday night. Here with me to discuss what that means for Putnam County or County Mayor Randy Porter, Director of Schools, Jerry Boyd. What was passed and where do we go from here? Gentlemen, the 19.6 tax increase, tax rate increase, that was approved Monday night. Let's break that down so we discussed with mr boyd uh, 6 cents of that's going to schools 12.1 was the increase for general fund yes and if you break that down inside the general fund the mercy uh medical services is getting about 1.6 cents right what did that include for his department
1: he was looking at a new training coordinator As it stands now to be able to get people trained in the basic EMT, emergency medical technician position, and advanced emergency medical technician, we have to send those people to class somewhere else. They have to go to one of the community colleges, uh, TCAT, those kind of places. So the state's starting a new program to allow some of the counties, about 12 or 15 counties in the state as a pilot, to be able to teach our own emergency medical technician class, so Tommy was wanting a new training coordinator to be able to handle that, plus all of the in-service training. It's amazing that the number of hours that those paramedics and EMTs have to have an in in-service training. And so he had this coordinator put in the budget. I think about thirty-eight thousand five hundred to be able to not only teach those EMT classes but be over the in-service. What helps so much with being able to teach our own class is that we can go out and attract people, uh, bring them in teach them, hopefully get to keep them uh, there at Putnam and them not go somewhere else. It's very difficult now with the shortage we have with paramedics and EMTs across the state to be able to keep folks and attract folks. We think that this was a big plus for Putnam County to be chosen as one of those counties to be able to do the program, and so we really need that coordinator to do that. Other than that, uh, they cut one of his amulets remounts out. I think he's getting two or three new ambulances uh, started a new certification program with his paramedics. Different levels of paramedics now. When I was going, was a paramedic years ago, which still am, but in training, there was only one level of paramedic. Now they have about three. Um, so he was wanting to pay his employees if they got that extra certification of being a critical care paramedic or the new community care paramedic that Medicare is rolling out to be able to give them more pay those certifications and so he got that plus the new training coordinator included in his budget.
0: So the training coordinator can do the training in-house that would save the EMS budget from spending money to get them trained somewhere else. That's right. So the budget committee and the commission discussed at the work session and throughout the meetings that this don't know if it's going to be a complete wash. Eventually over time it will. It will I think so. Because as more employees come in you got to train them more. So we found a way to help him inside the budget with a training coordinator, also bring in a little bit of revenue from outside of counties. But we're not in the money-making business. We never have been. But anytime we can supplement our budget, that's a good thing. So that was part of the request. And that's one of the things the committee and commission looked at.
1: And being able to not only help Putnam County, but the surrounding counties that are looking for some place to send their employees to be trained or their new people to be trained, they can come to Putnam County, we can give them some of those positions in the class and probably charge them a lot lesser rate than what they would have to pay at a at a school somewhere. So I think it benefited not only Putnam County, but some of the surrounding counties also.
0: The His budget going uh, going up or increased around $271,000 for correct. Emergency, emergency medical services. We move on to other items in the general fund that increased. The sheriff's office, jail, and the operations of the sheriff's office Went up about 1.96 million after last night's vote. Uh, the original uh, request was, I believe, was 2.7 to the budget committee. The Budget committee got down to 1.7 million, and there was three SROs added back last night Correct. Uh, to put a total of five new SROs for this budget uh, for this budget year. Which now, Mr. Boyd, uh, you, I think you can comment. We'll put an SRO in every school in Putnam County. Uh, yes, sir. And that before the. The process was sharing. Uh, the elementary schools, I believe, were sharing.
2: Yeah, beginning last year. Prior to that, we didn't have SROS in, in elementary schools on a on a regular basis. And last year, there was an addition of SROS to allow the sharing. So they they spent time, at, uh, you know, up to two elementary schools. They scheduled their time.
0: Last year, the commission approved this. six new SROS. Yes, and, and that so, helped
2: us do that shared uh, time. And a, a shared schools to make sure there was some coverage by SROs in those elementary schools.
0: Well, we all know that safety of our students is priority, uh, number one priority. When they're in that building, they 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 need to be they're educate they're there to be educated, but their safety has to come first. This is trending. I'm Ben Rogers discussing the Putnam County budget. The SROs were part of the increase for the sheriff's office, and some people may not understand the school budget actually does not fund SROs. It has to come through the sheriff's office. The reason is. Those SROs, those school resource officers, have to be certified, post-certified through the state. And any any deputy that's certified comes out of the sheriff's budget. That's just state law. Now, the schools can supplement, and some counties they can supplement that budget as well, make a contribution to the general fund for that. But people, uh, some of the commissioners last night were asking, is the six cents you're getting, uh, the Board of Education, Mr. Boyd, uh, is that going to pay for SROs? Okay. N- no, that that's not possible. That $0.06 cents is going to other operational expenses for positions and uh, and other needs, raises. Those SROs are coming straight from the general fund. So that made his requested increase from the budget committee from $1.7, the sheriff, to $1.96. That's about a little over $0.10 cents, of uh, the, tax uh, increase. the tax increase. Correct. So we have uh, $1.6 with the MS, a little over 10 uh uh, with the sheriff's office and operations in the jail. So you're getting close to the 12.1. The other is uh, step raises in other departments. Obviously, we did have some growth in our penny of almost 400000 So mm-hmm. that's covering some of those increases as well in the general fund. Uh, so we, you know, luckily we're growing, or we would have been raising taxes even more because we needed that extra money for what's been proposed. So we have growth in revenue that's helping for some of the increases. Um, the other... Issues addressed in the general fund were, uh, well, let's talk about what was not covered, what was not funded from the original request. I know department heads come in with 22 new employees, new employees. And those those all new employees were not funded.
1: Not all of them. Most of them were. The uh, maintenance department's mechanic was cut out. Uh, you had a custodian out of uh, Parks and Recreations that was going to take care of the sports facility, bathrooms, and so forth was cut out. Um, I think that's about it. I think all the rest of them were, were, funded with most of those being in the sheriff's department in jail, five SROs, new deputy, new investigator, two new jailers. Um, and then of course, when you start looking at our budget, uh, the big thing that, that, uh, was the big increase in the sheriff's department was jail medical. That was $850,000 by itself. Um, $800,000 in patrol cars. Um, County clerk employee, property assessor employee, EMS training coordinator, it all adds up pretty fast and, and got us up to the budget of where we're looking at being at about $40.6 million in county general.
0: I think the assessor's budget uh, overall increased around $22,000. 22, so that 000. included a new employee as well. And he actually reduced some expense there because an employee's going to cost more than 22000 So he moved some stuff around. County clerk's uh, new employee, is actually going to uh, require about ten thousand dollars in additional right. funding. The clerk uh, proposed last night, or the commission did, to move fifteen thousand dollars out of his part-time budget, which is all he had in there, I believe, for part-time. He had
1: fifteen thousand, yeah, and moving, giving him ten more. Of course, there's new state law passed uh, that all the liens are coming through the local county clerk's office now instead of going to the state. So I think he estimates it. Five dollars $6,000 a month extra in revenue that may be coming into the county from those. But of course, until he's done that for a month or two, it's, it's kind of guesstimating.
0: And that's part of his fees. And that's something that a lot of people don't think about with fees in those county offices with county clerk, circuit clerk, uh, you know, clerk and master, trustee, registered deeds. They're collecting revenue every day as part of their operations. And that helps supplement the general fund budget.
1: It does, uh, along with the EMS. Exactly. EMS being the largest. Uh, bringing in about $4.4 million a year in revenue, which basically funds their budget. budget. Yeah, Yeah. I was
0: going to say, he actually breaks even, and and I know the county clerk has stated that he's uh, breaking even or making money on his, and other offices are doing well with funds. So that's that's part of the general fund budget. That's part of how we operate. It's not only just taxes. So we're thankful for any extra revenue our officials can bring in. That eliminates raising taxes even more. Uh, a few other items in the general fund. One of the big ones that a lot of people don't think about is employee benefits. Yes. Um, what's the increase in employee benefits this year? Uh, about $600,000.
1: Um, and then you got to add these new employees on top of that. We added the three additional SROs and the new county court clerk employee that was not included in that number. We had a uh, 6% increase in our health insurance uh, fees this year cost. Uh, the county passed that and also covered the employee share of that. Uh, so you're looking at uh, about $450,000 alone just in that increase. We Kind of a, a different year, uh, tough year. We went into the budget process about $1.6 already in the hole because of the jail medical uh, $850,000, $900,000 increase at the County Commission passed in the middle of the year. Health insurance increase, $450,000. You got step raises that are automatic for the county employees on the pay scale, $270,000. So add that up. And before the Budget Committee ever heard its first request, you're already about $1. $1.6, $1. $1.7 million in the hole that you've got to try to make up from somewhere.
0: That's correct. We'll continue to discuss the Putnam County budget when we come back with Randy Porter, Jerry Boyd. This has Ben Rogers in Trending. In Putnam County, the demand for services are increasing. The fiscal year 2019-2020 budget has been approved by the County Commission. I'm joined today by Randy Porter, Jerry Boyd, to discuss the adoption of the Putnam County budget. Mr. Boyd, the schools received $0.06, cents and the request from the school, or actually from the budget committee, was $0.08. Cents. You were looking at some more funding. You didn't specify how you wanted that funding. But you did receive $0.06. Cents. That meant a little over $900,000 additional in property tax revenue. I think through the growth, you were over, a little over 400000 as well uh, through the penny value, penny growth. So that puts you about 1.3 growth in an increase uh, in revenue for property taxes. The $0.08 cents would have meant uh, another $1.3 instead of $900,000 in increase. Didn't quite get the $0.08. Cents. You got 6 the board will address uh, what they can fund with that. In your mind, what would you like to see funded with that six cents?
2: Well, you know, we just stick to the plan and our original budget. Um, there's some things that, uh, quite honestly, are a pain point. I mean, you know, we're trying to continue to grow our our employees' salaries um, to keep up with just in, inflation and so on. Uh, but I understand. I know the board will have to consider seriously. I mean, that's a two point almost two point six million dollar item. In 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 the list of proposed reductions, they'll have to consider, and uh, I'm I'm I imagine you know the top priority is maintaining those scheduled increases, the step and level increases, the, those wage and salary increases that are scheduled every year. Um, so I'm I know that they will prioritize those over the raise, um, and then you know other things that we're going to maintain is is we have a continued increase. Um, even in a digital age we we see an increase in um, instructional material cost and our budget has been pretty flat over the last 10 years and we really uh, we've identified the fact that we have to raise uh, that expenditure and so in in and I hope I hope that the board continues to maintain that we proposed you know almost seven hundred thousand dollar increase in textbook line item which nowadays textbook is is uh, Not just the bound books, it's it's in the digital instructional materials, um, all the things in addition to textbooks as well. So we have seen a tremendous increase in cost Um, and then as we've grown, uh, just need. So we're trying to align our budget to actually what the expenditure is and and I hope the board uh, maintains that in the budget. Um, and then other, other increase in costs, I mean, we did what we'll have to consider, the board will have to consider, we, we continue to try to improve programming in elementary schools as far as expanding uh, that includes art teachers at all schools. We've been we've been having that conversation now for over five years, and, and I believe the board's unfortunately going to have to consider pulling that out uh, of the expenditure line, you know, and that's about $500,000. Um and then other things too, we, we we have growing, I mean, we've increased square footage in our facilities and our maintenance staff as far as the number of technicians, number of qualified has not grown to proportionally. And we've been trying to increase the number of, of maintenance techs and uh, and I'm afraid the board's going to have to consider this may not be the year to increase the size of the staff, uh, things like that. Technology is the same way. We had an increase or a proposed increase in that so it's a lot a lot of the cuts are new personnel uh, needs and those were all non instructional personnel now in the instructional side just by meeting ratios we've got to work within our budget we've got to meet those ratios so we will be adding some um, classroom teacher positions but just based on meeting those ratios so that's a challenge as well
0: you started the budget process with an eight million dollar gap uh, in the general purpose school fund the tax increase and the capital projects get you a little bit closer, with around $2.2 million. So you're still a little under $6 million gap. I know what I want to speak for you, but I imagine you're not going to cover that $6 million gap out of fund balance in one year. Well, absolutely uh, not. Exactly. So, And besides, la- besides this last fiscal year, 2019, I believe the, the schools have done a good job by trying to increase their fund balance gradually. But I believe Mr. McReynolds told me that y'all were going to hit fund balance this past year. Uh, does he have a final number of what he's hit? I know he's not close a year out. It
2: still hasn't closed out, but you know, Mr. McReynolds is very confident that we projected we would use approximately one point six million and, and that, that appears to be exactly what we're gonna use in that neighborhood of one point six million.
0: This has been Rogers and Trending. We continue to discuss the fiscal year nineteen twenty budget in Putnam County. Part of that fund balance hit of one point six million was a purchase of land for yes, the total the, net, yes. For a new school. That mm-hmm. purchase of land was how much? It was uh, almost seven hundred thousand dollars. Seven hundred thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. that was you use fund balance, which is okay to use fund balance for one-time purchases, mm-hmm. um, for capital assets, for for land, for buildings, for equipment. Of sure. course, commission uh, obviously did that last night as well, and they're using three hundred thousand dollars additional for capital projects in the schools out of fund balance. The county commission's also going to hit the journal fund balance as yes. well. And we started out the budget process, actually, a little over $2 million in the whole uh, with the request and what had been approved through the budget committee. We we talk about what ifs, and we're always looking at what ifs, and revenue and, and how much and expenditures we don't use. Historically, the last four or five years since you and I, Randy, have been in, uh, as you, Mayor and me, Commissioner, we've been able to budget revenue conservatively, and then we end up getting about a million more. Right. Expenditures-wise, our department heads have turned back over about a million more. Correct. That's a $2 million increase to our fund balance, right. which is always good. This last year, that was not the case. We had about $700,000 more in revenue, uh, that we, and that's good that we got in more than what we projected. But our department heads were not able to turn back over a million. Part of that is, as you mentioned, those budget amendments, the geomedical medical, and then uh, buying land. Uh, for parking so yeah. didn't quite get to the million
1: well ultimately the department heads still turned back in the million it's that it's that the county commission spent uh what they turned back in and i'm just being that, blunt that's true uh you know we we bought parking uh land for the parking lot at spring and maple you did the phase two of the jail study i mean that's almost a half a million dollars uh you did the jail medical and that was you know 850000 or so uh, in the middle of the year if you count what you put in commissary and so forth. So, you know, there's about $1.23 million in the middle of the year that the county commission paid for things in cash that came out of the fund balance, which was is okay for one-time items. Sure. We had built up a fund balance when I came into office, you and I did, in 2014. Uh, county general fund balance was less than $10 million. Uh, and at the end of 18, June 30th, of 18 of our fiscal year, we were over 16 million. Uh, so we had been able to, as the county has boomed and grown, and and we've been able to add to that uh, fund balance. So we had the cash to be able to pay for some of that. And I'm okay with those one time items as long as we don't get into start paying out of fund balance those ongoing operational items that's every year. Um, I know last night they talked about adding the new SROs in this. Letting that just come out of fund balance each year. Well, you start taking three or four or $500,000 a year out of fund balance to pay for something every year. Pretty soon that fund balance is going to go to zero at some point.
0: And our fund balance uh, historically has been 35, uh, 40% of expenditures. We're, yes. we're decreasing that now. Uh, fiscal year 19, we hit it, as we mentioned. It's going to be close. We haven't closed out the year as well, but it's going to be anywhere between 500000 and a million dollars that we hit fund balance. That's, for fiscal year 19.
1: That, that's that's right. And and coming up with this next year, the way everything's planned, we plan for revenue to come in better than we budgeted. We plan for the departments and elected officials to turn back that million. Even if they do that, we're still going to be hitting fund balance, almost $400,000 this year. Uh, so if we have a bad year, that $400,000 could turn into a couple of million. Uh, you just have to be careful when, when trying to budget you got to underestimate revenue, overestimate expenditures, and normally that will keep you out of trouble. As you saw, some of your surrounding counties have had issues where they didn't do that. So we've been, the commission's done a really good job of doing that over the years. I just don't want to see us turn and start doing it the other way. And so far, uh, I think we'll be okay.
0: If we don't get in that revenue and we don't turn over the million dollars. We could reduce fund balance by two million dollars more. That'll put us around twelve million or so.
1: And next year we'll have to be a status quo status or cut quo, yeah. year, and and we haven't had one of those uh, since we came into office. We, the county's been growing so fast, trying to keep up with the growth, we've been adding about five percent to county general every year. Over Six the million dollars. Six million dollars over, the, the, last million years, over right? the last four years. That's right, and then look at what we added uh, this year then that's that's a huge number over three million this year. Um, it can't be that way every year at some point. Uh, we either got to have more revenue or less expenditures. but that makes it difficult then in trying to balance what do we fund, what do we don't fund, In a growing county like we are with all the new jobs and all the new construction and everything, it's a balancing act of trying to figure out what to fund and what not to. That's the reason the county commission has a really tough job each year when it comes around to budget. And I think it's going to get tougher as we go in the future if we continue to grow
0: like we're growing. Some of the discussions between commissioners were we were behind on funding uh, and there hasn't been a lot of progress, but $6 million in four years. And now it's going to be, $8 $8 million or more in five years oh, that we've grown our expenses in general fund alone, I would say that's progress.
1: I, I would uh, disagree with anybody that would say that uh, we have not been growing and doing what we needed to do over the last four years. When you had those kind of expenditures to the budget – and you look back at all the capital projects and things that we have done, uh, replacing school roofs and fire stations and new fire trucks and ambulances, and patrol cars, all the things that we have done over the past several years, you start looking at it up, it's millions and millions of dollars. So I disagree with anyone that says that
0: we're behind. Sure. We'll we'll discuss those capital projects when we come back as we continue to discuss the adoption of the Putnam County budget for fiscal year 2019-2020. There are good things happening in Putnam County. The budget adoption process this can be a tedious one the commission met for over three hours on monday night to adopt a budget wrapping up our discussion on the budget that was adopted our mary randy porter and director of schools jerry boyd capital projects going forward that's a big part of our budget randy and we've done um, appropriations every year since 2014 right what is the commission approved for this fiscal year in capital projects
1: we're about 7.5 million in capital projects this year you know when we came into office in 2014 we were behind on capital projects in, in a lot of areas. We did an engineering study of all the county buildings, looking at the roofs. We replaced several of the school building roofs and have several more to, to go, especially some of the big ones like Coopal High School and Cane Creek, Avery Trace. Uh, but we've done well. We spent about uh, $12 million, I think, over the last three or four years in capital projects, doing a lot of that stuff, replacing fire stations and fire trucks and so forth. So this year, we're looking at about 7.5. If we can. Do this year and next year, it gets a lot of the county general capital projects and buildings out of out of the way. Replacing the main education truck uh, for rescue—that's three hundred fifty thousand dollars. All the protective turnout gear for our paramedics and EMTs, the ambulance cots—that's a large uh, expenditure. Have to be replaced about every ten years. Replacing one of the fire tankers, we're in a. uh, five-year plan on some of this stuff uh, with our fire stations Uh, this year we'll replace two more which will make all of our fire stations being replaced uh, with new ones that handle the big trucks looking at starting the project of the cool high school roof replacement this year that school alone is probably going to be somewhere in the 3.2 to 3.5 million uh, roof replacement we're going to do cane creek school this year the roof on that that's 1.1 million uh, got a five-year plan on our solid waste convenience sites. So we're replacing the compactors and the trucks, and, and we're paving parking lots at our facilities And our new parking lot. We've got it spring and maple, upgrading the radio network for the emergency services and law enforcement. Uh, schools getting $1.3 million of capital projects for uh, Jerry to be able to pick what they want. Uh, new convenience site for solid waste down on Jackson Street with a household hazardous waste facility lots and lots of capital projects that we do but that's the way those are one-time expenditures we have to keep our county buildings up we have over 80 county buildings in in our county and so we have to keep those up we have to keep them maintained and that's the goal of these capital projects is to keep that going and then after next year then you roll into the big capital projects i think with schools and new jail addition and so forth that's going to be hitting us in the future
0: capital projects is a big part of our budget and uh, we're a unique county where we are, we do fund school roofs, and the Board of Education has, has been very grateful for that. They tell mm. us every year, "Thank you for taking care of our school roofs." We're almost finished with those, almost, and they're under warranty. They are. So once we're finished with them, hopefully, for the next 20 thirty years, years, thirty years, yeah. we won't have to fund school roofs. And yeah. I know that's going to be a big uh, burden that that's on the county right now. It's not a burden, but it's required, and so we free up that money later. One of the big capital projects we haven't discussed a whole lot about coming up for the school system is a new school. Mm-hmm. And, Mr. Boyd, you mentioned purchasing land uh, for, and last year and used that cash out journal general fund to purchase that. The new school, where will it be located? Well,
2: the land was purchased off of Lee Seminary Road, which is southwest Cookville area. Um, you know, we have access to city utilities. You know, it's a really nice location. Uh, infrastructure's there. Uh so the decision the board has to make is is um the concept of a pre K4 or do we need to to uh propose a pre K8 facility. And so as we're moving forward we will be using some of the board's fund balance or that's the plan uh to uh hire an architect and begin that process of design so that we can then uh in a, in a purposeful way engage with the county commission about uh real cost and and make sure that we get those estimates as close as we can so so we all can work together to to ensure that the, the funding is there to to build the school that we need.
0: Is the architect in the budget for this year?
2: Well, it it will be in the you know based on fund balance we'll be we'll have to utilize that. The board meeting, uh, the board will consider uh, a contract with, um, with the architect they have, so, have selected. So okay. I'm in the process of negotiating that contract with, uh, with the help of Dan Rader, the board's attorney to finalize a potential contract the board can consider.
0: Your budget for the general purpose school funds around you know depending on what the, the decisions the board make at the next board meetings 95 million to 100 million wherever in that range. Your fund balance projected to be around 9 million at the end of this fiscal year. Yes, just a little over that, but approximately 10%. 10% yeah. So 10% and the general fund right now is right around 35, but it's probably going to drop down to 30% after right. the decisions are made. So comparing the two fund balances, you're probably on the lower end, the general fund's on the higher end, um, and we want to keep the general fund on the higher end and try to get you back to where you need to be because I know a couple years ago you had to take a $2 million hit to finish some capital projects with some schools and stuff. This is Trending. I'm Ben Rogers. We continue to discuss the budget for Putnam County and what's to come, and what's to come is probably more debt issuance with a new school, also discussion of a new jail. Neither have been voted on by the commission for funding. Uh, we don't know when that will come up uh, to fund. That obviously is funded out of debt service. Our debt service uh, was projected to end around $14 million. The decisions made last night going to lower that sum, too, is fund balance. The bond rating uh, that we get every uh, every time we do a debt issuance is based on fund balance is, one, operations of the county. And they look at school fund balance. They look at general fund balance. They look at debt service fund balance.
1: Especially uh, county general fund balance, that and debt service are the two key ones that we've seen in the last few years. They look at so we've got to keep those fund balances healthy to be able to keep the the great bond rating we have and keep our borrowing costs low. Because over the next few years we're going to have to do some major bond issuance for the school and and for the jail and and that could and the justice center expansion on it. So you could be looking at uh, several million dollars for those three projects. And as long as we have a good bond rating, uh, we get a lot lower interest rate and our costs stay low for issuing those bonds.
0: We hope that we have the funding available to pay the debt the principal and interest on both of those projects. If we can pay for these capital projects, free up that four to five million a year that we've been spending the sales tax money, that's that's appropriated or allocated to debt service. We can pay for those projects without increasing taxes.
1: That that's the key, Ben is is making sure we get all these capital projects out of the way. There's still going to be some as we go along, but the major ones when you're you're hitting two or three million dollars on a roof or on a building that you're having to do something to, fire stations, fire trucks. Uh, if we can get all that out of the way and free up that money, then I think there's a good chance that debt service will be able to handle most of that. Um, of course, the operational cost that would go along with those new buildings is, is another story that uh, the revenue's got to come from somewhere, but I'm hoping we'll be able to handle the bonds and, and debt service as
0: it is. And the new school is the idea is to replace the school, but the school's going to be bigger d- depending on the grades. You're going to need more positions and you're going to need funding for those positions. Those are recurring costs, and we've talked about that. You don't want to hit fund balance on. Uh, so, that's for as far as what's to come for the school system, that's another thing to be thinking about is funding positions, new positions at a new school. What else would you like to see going forward uh, next year or two, Jerry in the budget for the schools?
2: Well, you know, on the idea of those capital projects, um, you know, we also have some facilities that do need some renovations, um, whether it's some major structural renovations or it's just to improve the envelope where they're more energy efficient so that we're not spending all that money to heat and cool those buildings. Those older buildings, so you know that's kind of on the radar but as far as operationally you know we want to continue to um, uh, meet the growth needs and uh, and improve our programming uh, we want to provide our students with the best opportunities they can and you know from the art teachers that we proposed many times uh, in the past several budget cycles we want to continue to, to push forward with that um, and then we also know that w- there's there's things that require more supports than we've offered you know we have we have students that come to us now with greater uh, needs social emotional needs so we 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 have to find ways to better support our students so that they they have the best opportunity to learn and support our teachers and you know, our teachers are working uh, I don't know that our teachers can work any harder um, a, as a whole and and so we have to look at new ways to support the learning in the classroom and that that will often mean uh, additional personnel
0: sure so next year, we know you are still you still have a gap, uh, and you'll look to close that gap some more. Highway Department got an increase of one and a half cent in their budget this year in, in property tax revenue. I spoke with Mr. Jones, and he said he would u- utilize that for increases in pay and also uh, maintaining some more roads. So there's an additional amount there. Randy, what would you like to see in the next year or so as we wrap up today's show, in the next minute um, uh, the the general fund and how the county grows?
1: I think it's going to be interesting over the next couple of years as we try to fund some of these big projects and, and does our growth continue? If it continues like it is now, it's going to be difficult on the commission to come up with the revenue to be able to fund that growth. We're, we're not in a Rutherford County situation, uh, but we're starting to see something similar uh, to that. Just not on the scale that they've been in to where that our county's growing faster. Uh, than the revenue is, is able to bring in. So I hope that the commission will do like they did last night and whatever they're going to fund, pay for it. Don't be dipping too much in the fund balance. But uh, I, I feel very positive about the, what where our county's at right now. I feel very positive about the leadership that's here. I think that as long as we continue to work together like we do, I think we can overcome all the obstacles that are coming in the future, and we'll address them, and we'll overcome
0: them. Randy Porter, Jerry Boyd, thank you for joining me today and helping me break down the Putnam County budget. Taxes were increased 19.6 cents Monday night at the commission meeting. Uh, I also want to thank my producer, Marsha Lee. She's done a great job for me, and I do not give her enough credit. She's wonderful. Join us next week at 8 a.m. for our next episode on Friday. I'm Ben Rogers. This is Trending.